going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, 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 what to do, my peoples? It's your boy Monu, and we are back again with another episode of the Vile Bar Podcast. I'm joined in the building with my boy C Strides. Come on. Hey, good to see you, my guy. Like me and Andy were talking before this, win or lose, you always show up, man, and I, and I rate you for that. But we'll get we'll get into that bit later on. He's had a double game week loss as well. Feck. <laughs> hey, right Shout out Strizza, man. You're stronger than me, boy. Bro. Um, got my boy. Don't worry about that. Got my boy rapping Drew. What going, Drew? What going, hey, hey, hey. Listen, hey. Some people double game week, they collected zero. I collected six in it. So, Miguchi. Hey. Miguchi Hey, and guess who also collected six? My boy, Chocolate Boy T. What you saying, you little boy? Pass that box. Hey, the hotel receptionist said, "Oh, you guys are back again." I said, "Hey, listen, it's just you know what we do, man. We're the city boys. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that Alize on the rocks, man. Let's get it. <laughs> you, you hear me?" Ah, oh, like I said to the boys, it's been a double game weekend, um, week, sorry. So we're going to go straight into it. Obviously, some teams played FA Cup and then the Prem. And like myself and Drew, our teams were playing back-to-back Prem games. Um, even though, Andy, I think you guys still got another game to play to be... Um, you've still yeah, got to be on 26, yeah. We've got one game yeah. in there. So let's kick off with the FA Cup, man. And as we said... See, Strider, man, not the result you guys were looking for. And I think, would you agree that it's even more painful knowing that you would have had Blackburn at home if you had beat Sheffield United? You know what, like, if we recorded this pod on Wednesday night, then it would have been an explicit thing. But where I've had, like, three, four days to kind of digest it... Um, you're 100% right, man. Like, I was gutted on Wednesday. Like, I was vexed, fuming. Like, there's no excuses to not be a championship se- uh, team. And obviously, like you say, to ha- potentially have Blackburn, obviously we didn't know that at the time. That's an easy route, you'd think, to the semis at least, a, a day out in Wembley. And yeah, then man bottled it. And look, being real, we done it last season as well. we done it earlier in the season in the Carabao Cup against Nottingham Forest. We've had easy runs and we just don't turn up. So, season's done, man. Another year, no trophy. What was it 15 years now? I mean, I, I think I got sent that link. Um, you know the last time Spurs won a trophy, that website? That must have got sent to me about five, six times on, on the Wednesday night. So it's been a tough week, man. I'm not going to lie. Um, I can't blame anyone but the players, really, because they didn't turn up. Yeah. I mean, bro, honestly, like Andy said, um, how you can even be turning up, because I'll be distraught. At this point, you're right. Who who can you blame? Like Tosin, what 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 is going on with these Spurs players? Like you you really look into that team and you're thinking you you have a quality team. Like you've beat bro, you they beat City and then can't beat Sheffield United. Like make it make sense. Spurs, man, it's, it's so it's so funny, man, because 
we haven't even got onto the Wolves game, but I tweeted before the game started that our Spurs are definitely not collecting today in them. And even though obviously they were the slight favourites going into the game, like the Sheffield United game, yeah, I get their second in the championship, whatnot, but this is Tottenham Football Club. You men ain't won a cup since 08. Like you man need to be playing this game like it's a cup final, you get me? So for for Tottenham to, to lose to Sheffield United under any circumstance um, in in that round of the FA Cup is just unacceptable, man. Like this is a team whose fans are crying. They're clambering, whatever you want to call it, for a, a cup or a trophy, a cup final. And yeah, man, they should be ashamed of themselves if I'm honest, man. Like there's no excuse. What does your brother say to us? Because I know you obviously he supports Spurs. Like we get Calvin's view. What's he saying? Hey man, he's mentally checked out, man. And obviously he's a ride or die <laughs> fan. He he goes every game as 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 always, but hey man, he, he's checked out. He's just like, you know what? I've dealt with this my whole life as a Spurs fan. So really, like nothing's new in it. It's just it's normal. It's no, like normal level. Uh, it's actually see, really I, tough. I, I rate your brother, yeah. Because you see me, it's like I still have the faith and the hope. Like I'm still living off nah nah, we'll do it. I think I said a few pods ago that um yeah we got your comeback kings up. i don't know why i do it to myself yeah we're comeback kings this that the other <laughs> i gas myself up i let these men gas me up and then knowing that they're gonna bottle it like deep down i know it like the, the annoying thing for me with with the the loss and stuff is why we're not playing our strongest 11 like what's the point in not playing kane i know you shouldn't have to in theory but it's a game we need to win so play romero play kane play your best 11 win that game and then you go into the Premier League game. But we've essentially rested players for the FA Cup game, lost that, and then played fully strength team against Wolves and lost that. So it's like, wh- where's the game? Our season's now done. We've got um, AC Milan next week. We're going to lose that as well. And then what are we really playing for? Like It's just the same shit every single year. So maybe I need to do the same and just emotionally check myself out. But you know how it gets, like, man, when the season starts, pre-season, you, you start getting gassed again. And bro, it's just a vicious cycle, man. Like, what is really next now? Because obviously, there's there's actually a lot going on. Do we do we? You, you mentioned the players. Do people need to leave? Do people need to come in? But also, you've got the obviously um, subject of Conte. Like, what's going on there? Is he staying? Is he leaving? It's actually like you can't really call it at the moment, can you? I'm done with Conte, man. I can't lie. <laughs> I don't blame him. Like, obviously, at the moment, he's he's um, unwell, and obviously health comes first but I just don't see the point we've got a manager there that doesn't want to be there past this season yeah so what are the players who are they really playing for they know another manager's coming in the next however many months who that's going to be I don't know um, like the players that we know there's, there's players there that aren't good enough to be there but again the recruitment's been poor like the signings that we we made in the summer none of them have banged not one of them um, so Really, it's just it's just a shambles from top to what bottom. What I think, yeah, um, and what what I think, yeah, like I, I said this a few pots ago, but obviously you rebuffed my thing. But again, man, I think sell Kane and re re rejig the whole thing, man. Like sell Kane so that you 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 make sure that you don't have this one focal point that you need to lean on that everyone needs to look at and rebuild the squad properly. Obviously, you need to get like a proper. Uh, um, uh, director of football, which I think you you have a good one already, to be honest. But obviously this season it hasn't worked out, and and we go again, man, and bounce back within have like a five year plan and bounce back, because everything else is in place. 
location, stadium, everything is in place, man. But it's just the players on the pitch at Spurs is currently, yeah, it's dire right now. So, yeah, man, that's that's what I think. That's what I think, man. Because Kane, he's reaching his zenith at the, right now. He's still got a couple of seasons, but it's not going to happen at Spurs for him, man. And vice versa. So, I think both, both parties need to cut their losses, man. I think that's where I'm at in regards to Spurs. I think the rebuild could work, but obviously, you know, it's it's happened before. It could obviously not go well. Um, would you be open now? I, th- I think I was reading somewhere Spurs fans wouldn't be mad if Harry Kane left, but um, are you ready for that moment, um, Calvin? <laughs> He's not. <laughs> nah, man, I don't want Kane to go. That, but that'd be heartbreaking for me. Like, gee, I was out here in some, at some Amapiano thing a couple of weeks ago when he broke the record, watching the game on my phone. Barley. Like, I had tears in my eyes when he broke the record. No cap. So to see that man now leave would be, bro, devastating. But obviously for himself, he should. Um, I don't necessarily agree with, with selling him and rebuilding because I think we need to do so much more than just with just selling Kane. Like you take Kane out of our team this season and we would be, you're talking like bottom half, 15th, 16th, take away his goal. So like I feel like it's so hard to replace a player like that. And we need, like, from keeper to centre-backs to full-backs, like, literally the whole team needs needs a shake-up. So, I'd but rather keep Kane. Obviously, the thing is, though, Cap... Money-wise... The thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. My issue is, like, you know, there's... There, Andy's, it's, it's difficult. Like, what Andy's saying about sending him and then rebuilding, but with the current couple of players that you have, you're not you're not going to get... Oh, you get, you've got a lot of Kane, but to change the squad now, still with Kane... Bro, you need to refresh, bro. Yeah, you need to refresh because it hasn't it hasn't worked with Kane, and it's not Kane's fault. It's not Spurs. It, it probably Spurs is not Kane's fault because he's kind of carried the team on his back for years. So you can't now be like, okay, we now need to get other players for Kane. Nah, free Kane, get other players in, and see if they can work together for the greater good. Sometimes that, that's what needs to happen, bro. That's what happened with us with Suarez. One season we were out of it. We had to rebuild with the, the front three: Bobby Firmino, Salah, and Mane. Sometimes it has to happen, bro. Andy, I hear, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, but the thing is, right, you need to look at it, like, from an objective perspective, right? Like, since, obviously, Pochettino's left, we've had three negative, three at the back style managers, yeah? And we haven't had a creative midfielder. We've never replaced Ericsson. So the way we've played has been different, stylistically. And I think mm. if we were to get Pochettino back, for example, go back to a back four, bring back in a creative midfielder, the, the dynamics could change. I think there's so much emphasis on, on Kane and how he performs. And yeah, the, the team is kind of built around him, but it has to be because we haven't got anyone else. Before when Kane was, he was just simply a number nine, a goal scorer. When when we had Ericsson, Delhi on form, things like that. He now he does three, four different things. Now. Yeah. And, and, and like, and I think, it, I think personally, the whole system has to change. Just stop the three at the back thing, go to a back four, play with a creative midfielder and things could maybe change but look, time will tell in it like first and first things first I don't even know who's going to be the manager next season so yeah hey so anyways this is part one of part two and obviously I don't want to take it all out of you straight away so we'll come back to Spurs um, obviously the FA Cup has its upsets and that obviously was one of them um, 
not probably not many people would have unless you're a Sheffield United fan would have expected that to have happened but also um, one for the well I say neutrals but we had Leicester City losing to Blackburn at home that 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 is quite bad but also Greensby Town beating Southampton um, big 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 things man I love that I love to see that's it. what they say man it's the magic of the FA Cup you know we have these upsets and <laughs> but the thing is man, the see, the thing is with oh. Grimsby and Monia, like they've all they've only beaten teams above them, you know. As in, like they've they've in from their perspective, yeah. they've had hard draws, yeah, and they've beaten all of them, bro. So I sick. Swear. Yeah, bro. I checked their I run. Didn't... Yeah, I checked. I checked their run after oh. the game. Like they've so, so, pretty much beaten a team. I think besides the first round, that was all. They've all been like um, a league above them, man. So yeah, they they want a good run, man. But Southampton should be ashamed of themselves, man. That there's no excuse to lose to. <laughs> So Grimsby be at home, man. Like that's they, didn't, they didn't get that. They didn't get that United Carabao draw run in it. All those teams that they were just dusting <laughs> off some small, small teams. But um, shout out the small clubs, man. We love to see it. And as much as we want to say it, we would love to see a big team um, play one of these small. No, we want a small team in the final, um, or let them at least go to Wembley. Semis, like yeah. said, yeah, yeah, man. Have a day at Wembley. Collect Wendy, the bread, man. Fans. Exactly. Who've they got? Who've we, they got? Oh, I actually had the draw somewhere earlier um, because it's actually been paid not too not not too far from now. Um, they've got games on the nineteenth, sorry, eighteenth, nineteenth of March. City are playing Burnley at home. Shock. Um, Vincent Company might you know do some little revenge thing there. And as we said, the Sheffield United will be playing Blackburn Rovers. I this is my outsider, small small Brighton. They've obviously they've got Grinsby. It's a shame that Grinsby are away because it would have been a good one for their fans, but it's a good day out for their fans. If they beat one team for the South Coast, why can't they beat Brighton? Um so mm. Brighton are my dark horses. By the Is way. it Brighton at home? At the Amex? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, tight. Um and then United have got Fulham, which should be an interesting game. Fulham dub. Hey. <laughs> Obviously, they're still on the quadruple, so anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, anywho, yeah, so United obviously went through playing West Ham. Um, the boys aren't here, but... <laughs> boys, let's just get... As, as my boy, Rapping Drew, would like to say, let's get to the shits. Um, earlier in the week, Liverpool had one of their games in hands um, where they welcomed Wolves to Anfield. Routine dub. It, on paper, it should have been routine, but it was it was anything but, man. Um, it was a huge ass slog. We've played Wolves several times this season, so I've had a close look at them. And yeah, against us especially, it seems like they've been raising their game, man. And it was the same thing um, this season. Oh, sorry, this game. Uh, but obviously, in the second half, I think we stepped it up a little, um, applied a lot of pressure on them. And eventually, they, um, yeah, man, they fell. They fit on their knees, man. Um, one goal that got disallowed shouldn't have been disallowed. The referee also was very, very crap, but that's neither here or there. We still won, man, against all odds. What, what? Premier League's been shit. Referee's been shit, man. That's like normal these days. So Fam. I, I expect nothing less from these, man, at this other point. Yeah, the Nunez, because I don't know what, what what you guys think, man, but the Nunez goal was, was a perfect goal. They're saying uh, Jota kicked the defender, but... Jota was getting clarted by both of these defenders and he's bringing it back. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what it reminded me of? 
Go on, Tos, go on, Tos. Sorry, I was just going to say, I mean, I obviously caught the highlights. That was a definite foul for me. And that's not even on like a Nunes agenda thing. Purely, like, the defender's going to clear it if he doesn't get kicked by Jota. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Or, or he would have got chopped. <laughs> you never know, bro. Well, hey, well, maybe, innit? But, hey, man, I mean, the way the law is set up now with those, those decisions, I thought it was the right one, innit? So. Uh, fair enough. It kind of gave me, um, well, obviously, Tosh, that's a great example of way of backing that up. It was giving me the vibes of Ben White's foul against Leicester when then was like, it could be given, shouldn't be given, if spots are maybe in it. But, hey, Drew, you got the dub, and really? <laughs> I don't really care about that game, of course. Hey, we don't, we don't <laughs> care, boy. Listen <laughs> to the headline. <laughs> we don't care about that game. <laughs> so, following Liverpool's dub against Wolves, they had another home game where they welcomed <coughs> Eric Tang Hang's Mighty Reds. The super the team. The, the best centre-back partnership in the Premier League. Hey, Rashi they, beat, they, beat, they, beat, they beat La Liga leaders and that. Hey. Rash, Rashford copying Betner's celebration. Um, yeah, United <laughs> welcomed, um, were welcomed to Anfield. Which, do you know what? As a neutral, and I don't know what Calvin and um, Tosin think about this, I was very excited for this game. Because for some reason... You know that the season you lot have been having, um, Andy, this is a game that can either just make or break it. And you know what they say, Anford under the lights. Um, and boy, did you, man, deliver. <laughs> Listen, man. You know, uh, who, who see that meme of that uncle in church saying, don't answer one, don't answer two, <laughs> don't answer three, don't answer four. Hey, we got up to seven, my guys. Oh, my God. Hey. Listen, hey, Monya, Monya, in life here, yeah, there's three things guaranteed, bro. Death, mm, taxes, mm. and a Liverpool dub at Anfield v United, boy. I was never in doubt that we would... Bro, as in like... Now, nah, let me now nah, let me not say that. I was... United was not collecting three points at Anfield. That, uh, that I was sure of. So, it was either going to be a draw or a Liverpool win. And if you know this week I've had, yeah, Monya, United fans pestering me the whole week, bro. They were so confident of a win today. They saw Madrid beating us 5-2. They thought, yeah, we got Vinicius. Sancho is our Vinicius. Rashford is our Benzema. Casemiro is our... Bro, come off it, man. Like, this... This this is a hum- this is humbling for them, to be honest. This is like bringing them back to earth. The little glimmer of hope they had of, like, chasing Arsenal, as I think, has now completely gone. Um... This is this is also a good result for Spurs, to be honest, because they're still in touching distance of third for some reason. This is a good result for Newcastle because this is a good result for everyone in and around the top four, basically. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, I can't get too excited. I'm happy about this win, but I can't get too excited because I know my team this season. But yeah, boy, seven zip, <laughs> man. Um, Calvin, obviously, we've seen the form of. Rashford and as a striker yourself you'll probably look up to me like yeah I like how he finishes what went wrong what, as a striker what went wrong for Rashford today? Uh, for me I feel like it was players around him um, I don't feel like he got necessarily the service he did have a couple of opportunities I remember Shaw played a, a ball and he probably should have done a bit better with that but I just think United in general they conceded 
bad times just before half time and then just after half time and it kind of took the wind out of their cells really I don't think it was necessarily uh, a, a slight on Rashford's performance it was just all round they just lost their heads defensively shambolic the goals they were conceding were pathetic and they just gave up at the end like you just saw Bruno throwing his hands around not chasing people back heads were lost and credit to Liverpool man credit to Liverpool because obviously they smelt blood and they kept going they, they wanted more and more Obviously, the fans got up and, yeah, they, they punished them. I never expected it to be 7-0. Like, I was looking forward to this game. I, I did fancy Liverpool, but I didn't think it would be 7-0. I don't think anyone did, to be fair. But do you know what it is? Like, when it comes to these games, players like Salah, they just turn up. Um, and I was really impressed with Gakpo as well, to be fair. I, I was kind of critical of him a few weeks ago, but I thought he played really well today. So, fair play to them. I, I don't know about this whole thing of it's a good result for everyone, though, Andy, because... If there's one team that can kind of put a run together, it's Liverpool. So yeah, I, yeah, I of course. Man to, to no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Go on, sorry, Calvin. Go on, go on. No, nah, I'm just saying I've got no worries. Well, I don't think we're going to get top four anyway after what's been happening. But Liverpool on their day, bro, they can, they can do that to anyone. So fair play to them. But yeah, United, it was perfect. But do you know what? In their defence, they played a lot of games recently, United. So maybe a bit of it was fatigue. That's not defence, well. man. It's a derby, man. I don't want to hear none of that. I don't want to hear none of that. It's a derby. <laughs> no, got, Fuck off. I'm not hearing from that. both sides, man. No, no you I'm not. They played a lot. They've had a lot. They played a lot of football recently. Over the last couple of weeks, yeah, and the emotions of a cup final and things like that. Like, there's no, obviously, there's no... If you can't yeah, get up for these games as a professional footballer, I'm yeah, sorry. I, I, I hear no no I hear Calvin but my counter argument on is that look when they're winning and they've got all these games no one's saying shit but the moment they lose now we're saying they've got too many games exactly I mean, exactly now it's um, too many games in it get out of here man it's, it, it just wasn't <laughs> what 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 I, I think everyone or apart from United fans would have expected a, um, we're thinking Liverpool at least going to get something we're definitely not going to lose um, but to get that lucky number seven, man, it's actually crazy. Um, as I said, did you, know, you did your man think like um, um, Ten Hag has a little bit to blame as well tactically and like yeah, the, the, the choices he made in terms of players because the Rashford thing that you said, obviously Monia, I think like Rashford should have played on the left, and 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 Rashford had no business in the middle, especially with Konate back. This is not Gomez. This is like. He had no business playing in the position that he played, in it? So I think Rashford, he would have had joy coming off the left, man. But yeah, toast. Yeah, I was just going to say, man, um, and it might be a little bit redundant now, but I was a bit surprised with the um, the Fred and the Veghorst um, sub around like the 50, 58th minute, 60th minute. It was obviously 4-0 at this moment in time, but I just see someone as Fred in that last half an hour. You've already hit me for four. Try get an, try get a fifth and see if I don't take your leg. Do you understand? But <laughs> he got taken off, and th- I mean, you can't you can't concede another three goals in a in a game like this. Like that's, that's just criminal, man. And uh, McTominay came on and he tried, but honestly, he was like a headless chicken. At Liverpool at that point, already smelt blood, and every counter and every attack Liverpool had at that point, it felt like a goal. And obviously, they took Veghorst off at the same time. Um, Obviously, say what you want about Veghorst, isn't it? I'm not a massive fan of him personally, but I mean, I know he was being industrious, obviously, in the middle of the park. He was obviously kind of trying to trying to start attacks, tip-tapping the ball, 
between like 4 0 and 7 0, I can't remember United putting like three passes together in it. So, just from that perspective of United having zero control over the game and not having someone in the middle to just take a yellow and kick someone because we're already down four. I, I thought that, that um, those subs were a bit booky in it. And for me, it was just autopilot after that, man. It was just, it was just open your cheeks after that. So, yeah. Oosh. A man said between 4-0 and 7-0. Bro. With, the, with, the tra- with the trousers down by the ankles, man. <laughs> um, but I want to def- I wanna defend um, Workhorse. I feel like he's been getting a lot of criticism. But I... I, I understand that signing you know I, I think United came in knowing that he's not going to score um, he's not he's, he's not going to be prolific but he he fits the system that uh, ETH wants to play um, so I know it's only I'm short not trying term. to hear that he's, he, no? is, you he is pony he's pony <laughs> mate I'm not being funny be he's living the he's yeah, living the dream bro he's the so guy, shit guy, mate, mate he's a striker he's a number nine he, he ain't scored a goal in the league yet what are you talking about mate it's all well and good if you want a man that just runs around and work, works hard you can go get a man from league one G like, like yeah, my man yeah, yeah, won a raffle but he's, not, he's rubbish man he's rubbish like I don't agree with like him even being there. I I, w- I would play um like Sancho anyone over him. What because he runs Elanga? People screaming Elanga, bro. Above anyone, <laughs> he's bats, man. Above I would actually, and I know I get onto him a lot more recent times, but I would put I'd would, I would put Firmino in there in that spot. Firmino would have a field day in that spot because yeah. they're not really relying on. Um, Veghorst to score goals they're obviously, they've obviously got like Rashford and their shooters and whatnot. but if you're going to actually put a striker there that um, doesn't actually contribute to goals at least like a much better player in that position to tip tap so having mm. Veghorst in that position is crazy to me in, in this current United team like I don't it don't make sense but hey man is what it is. I must. I must say though that I think like now that United have got like all the quote unquote tough games away I think they still got Spurs um, at their ground but based on that, this shouldn't hamper their chances in regards to like top four because they got on paper easy games left in the Premier League. I'm, so I'm going to touch on this remaining top four thing, but um, quick flowers to some of your boys, Andy. Um, I think we've mentioned Gakpo. Um, I was really impressed with um, Harvey Elliott today as well. Um, he he yeah, had a man's game, took it. Bored out. Um, as, as, as Calvin also mentioned there, Salah was quiet at the start, but you know, when you need to turn up, he, just, he did that thing, man. It, it, it was really enjoyable to watch Liverpool. Um, and I, I, and I kind of begin to imagine what a fan would have felt like you, Andy. Um, I think this is the kind of Liverpool that we used to see of recent years. Yeah, we ran it back, were. man. Obviously seeing, seeing Konate there at the back as well, it was, it's a lot more assuring. Obviously with Trent there, I was still like, you know, shook, but. Bruno was opposite him, so yeah, he was having a field day himself. Robert Robertson, last couple of games, he's been really, really good. I've been impressed with him, to be honest. Um, yeah, Gakpo, the front three was good. Gakpo, Nunez, um, Salah, or Brazy. So yeah, man, no complaints today, man. Um, no complaints. All right, I just want to thank um, Lissandro Martinez for giving us a new meme, man. Because, <laughs> fam... What Salah did to him then? Yeah. To whisk up. <laughs> Salah, Salah, Salah was going to Waitrose and my man got sent to Lidl, bro. So Bro, if you so, see if you see that still image, yeah, that still image is so funny, that bro. Is like 
funny. Well, where, where is he going? going? <laughs> Like for me, I need that video superimposed with like you know you know that um you know the, that um, cartoon yeah Tosi that you know me because that was just comical. I mean they call him under butcher. Oh man, that was comical. With a bread knife, man. Butcher with a bread knife, man. He wasn't on um, piss. Andy, you did make a good point, though. Um, you, you don't think this will hamper United going forward, this heavy defeat? Nah, man. I think I think this is a very charger to the game. They they got gassed. They thought they would collect something at Anfield. But obviously, you know, you know, a, 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 like Ten Hag said, every error comes to an end. Every run comes to an end. So their run came to an end. But I feel like, you know, their next couple of games is like winnable games on paper, man. And I don't feel like this will damage confidence too much, to be honest. So, I don't, yeah, I don't expect them to fall off a cliff from this point onwards, man, to be honest. Um, so, as well as mentioning, the, I think you alluded it to a first and Calvin replied, this whole top four race, um, I don't know, can we, can we still include Fulham and Brighton? Or are they breaking away Yes, now? yes. Yeah. Brian, Brian got a couple of games in hand so you definitely have to include yeah, them Fulham remains to be seen yeah looking at it here United have played 25 Tottenham 26 Liverpool 25 Newcastle 24 Fulham 25 and Brighton yeah 23 exactly so, the way Brighton dispatched West Ham yesterday I don't know if you man caught the highlights but hey man they I did, were yeah, cooking man. in Greece yesterday it was scary man like, like that Evan Ferguson done I mean you don't even need to score to have an impact, man. I actually really like that, Don. And obviously, Mitoma, um, Solly March having the best season. Yeah, man. Brighton, man. And Deserbi deserves a lot of credit, man. Yep. And then if we look at the points, man, it's looking very tight. Calvin, obviously now. Andy, also, I don't. What I mentioned to you before we started recording, and this is something that I feel is actually crazy. This is six points, in my opinion, because not only have you got big three points, but your goal difference has massively improved whilst mm-hmm. weakening United's. Because now, mm-hmm. if you win your game in hand, you go above Tottenham by goal difference. And then you're only then, what, four points behind United? Obviously, mm-hmm. they would have played the game less. It, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you might catch United, yeah, and finish third. Oh. Y'all don't oh. want to see me, B. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be the most shameless guy, bro, even though this no, season but, is shit. <laughs> but rightly so, bro. That is a, if you go, if, I mean, that's a big if. Ask. It's a big if though. Yeah, if you, if you finish third, yeah. that will be something else. Um, but obviously, Calvin, you, you've got your hopes out for Tottenham. You, you really feel that you're not going to make top four? Um, oh, I don't know, man. How how are you on the game? Hey, Tris, let's target United, boy. I smell blood. We'll target them both. (laughs) (laughs) Give us third, you take fourth. I don't know, like, we've got... We've got a good run of fixtures, isn't it? Like, very winnable games over the next five or six, but it's just whether we're going to turn up or not. That's the thing. Like, I don't know where the players' heads are at. Like, if we lose on Wednesday night to AC Milan, all we've got to focus on is the top four, though. There's no excuses to, to not get it, but I just... I got no faith in this team, man. None. <laughs> so, like, like Toe said earlier, you can't beat City and then lose the week after, then beat Chelsea, then lose the week after. And it don't make sense because like those wins mean nothing now. 
because we're then losing against teams we shouldn't be losing against. So it's just Spurs, isn't it? To be honest, Spurs are in this position because at the start of the season they were very um, consistent. They didn't play well, yeah. but they collected. They, they won. They won a lot of games, man. So I, I remember saying as well at the start of the season, you know, Spurs aren't playing great. They're not. They're not um, playing good football, but they just knew how to collect. Mm. And I guess now this is their insurance. But hey, you can't. You you can't. You can't play too much, man, because this is the Premier League. But let, let, let's stick on. Um, let's move away from that um, hammering and stick to you, Calvin. And I know you already spoke about the Sultan game. Wolves, man, like you know when it gets nil nil for about sixty minutes, do you start thinking? Well, I don't think as a Spurs fan you can start thinking it's going to be one of those days because when you've got that guy, Sir Harold, anything is is, is possible. I didn't actually catch any highlights there. Like, what went wrong with Wolves? Because when Adama Torreira is scoring, you must be down bad. Weirdly, we actually played quite well on the day. It's one of our better performances. I think we deserved more. Um, we had more of the ball, had a lot more shots on target. And we hit the bar a few times. I don't think it was a bad performance, but obviously, if you see the result, you're going to think, our oh, Spurs have lost again. Um, I think the longer the game goes on, I'm always more fearful because you're, you're giving teams a chance to to potentially score a goal, and that's what happened, didn't it? Like they didn't really have a sniff, really, but we we missed our chances. They took their one at the end, and it was a good finish. And yeah, man, we obviously we lost the game, but I can't really put my finger on why. I thought the team was fine, like in terms of the eleven, um, and I thought we played all right. Just didn't take our chances, in it. Okay, short but sweet. Um, I, I guess you don't have much more to say in your club, man. Obviously, I know you're you're not feeling great, but who's your, who, you say you got AC Milan. We'll do a little um, Champions League and Europa um, preview. But who? What's your next um, league game? Um, I think we've got Nottingham Forest at home next week. We've got Nottingham yeah. Forest at home next week. So winnable game. Um, like our next few fixtures I'm sure we've got Nottingham Forest Southampton and Everton are, is our next three so if, if I'm not seeing nine points out of nine then I know this club's not serious do you know what I mean and obviously I want us to win on Wednesday night because I want us to go as far as we can we ain't winning the Champions League but if we can get to the last eight last four who knows like we've done it before in 2019 um, but it's just what Tottenham turns up man like this is the thing like I thought we were, we were so good against Chelsea and then we and then we lose Sheffield United and then we lose to Wolves. So I don't really know what to say on us. Like that's why I'm I, I'm struggling to find the words, bro. Like I feel like th- like you said earlier, the whole season we've been poor. We've not played well all season. Yeah, earlier on in the season we were picking up results, but I can think of what we played twenty six games this season, probably five or six games out of the twenty six where we've actually played well, and that's just in itself is just not good enough it's not enjoyable like I don't watch Spurs and enjoy watching Spurs I watch Spurs because I have to not because I want to <laughs> oh bro would, man would, don't if, say bro, that if I'm being real with it bro do you know how boring we are to watch G like genuinely you ask any other Spurs fan ask your brother Toast ask him if he does he enjoy watching Spurs when Spurs are on on, on Sunday on Sky Sports whatever and he sits down and, and, and whatever does he enjoy watching that because I don't I don't enjoy watching that, bro. We don't play good football, yeah. We play for moments. We've got some a couple of world class players, if you can even count Son in that anymore, and that's literally it. But in terms of the game, the ninety minute match, bro, it's, it's dead. 
the whole thing's dead. And that's why, like, I don't think we're going to get top four because there's just a, a, a real toxicity in, like, in the club. The fan base is split. It's just a mess, bro. Kevin, before before we move away from Spurs now, I want to ask you something. Would you rather, right, um, focus on doing the best you can on champs whilst sacrificing that top four sport or go out on Wednesday and then do as all you can to get that top four sport? Uh, it's, a, it's a hard question, isn't it? Because... Like, I know we're not going to win the Champions League, yeah? So that's not even... Bro, as, as much as I least, hate your club, but, as much as I hate your club, it's 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 like each game is a cup final in the Champions League. Anything can happen. So, I mean, I wouldn't want you not to win it. Munya, come on, G. We can't even beat Sheffield United. We ain't winning the Champions League, yeah? So, like, part of me is like, just, just allow it, get kicked out of that and focus on the top four. But then... Finishing in the top four just papers over the cracks. Like, we kind of need a season away from everything just to rebuild and restart the whole tinting because this whole, like, like, do you know what it is, yeah? Even myself, I'm deluded, G. Like, I was there at the Varbar link-up saying we're going to challenge for the title. Like, the audacity. The audacity <laughs> of myself even thinking that. Like, You know I'm what? I said it as well, to be honest. In the mirror thinking... But we all thought, like, if you look at the predictions, we all thought that Spurs would be up there challenging. What made us think this? Are we all I don't know. Like, bro, like... I, I think you're running, you're running last season. And, and Son being yeah, on smoke, I think all of that. Yeah, it might have been that, to be fair. But in answer to your question, get, just get out of the Champions League. Um, so I, hope, I, don't, I don't want us to lose on Wednesday. I hope we win. But if we get, get kicked out, so be it. Focus on trying to get the top four. If we don't get top four, so be it. I, I only think you want to get top four, obviously, for the money to attract players and just like, obviously, it's better to be in it than not. But, mate, realistically, who wants to come to Spurs anyway? Do you know what I mean? Hey, stay strong, my brother. Um, I know you. As, as, as Tabo would say, tough times don't last, man. Only tough people last. Better days are coming. I hope not. <laughs> Um, they really are uh, but you know what a team that's been struggling to find a win finally got a dub man um, Graham Potter's Chelsea um, won against Leeds and I think you know coming into this game there is a weird rivalry of Leeds and, and Chelsea um, 1-0 win I mean did anyone catch the highlights because when you look at that you're thinking you as a Chelsea fan, you won a couple of more goals with all the money you've invested, but they got the dub, which is m- most um, important. A lot of people were saying if Chelsea were to lose this game, this could be it for Potter. But I mean, I don't think it, that's the case at all. It looked tight for them, man, that game. But I don't know, Toast, if you want to elaborate on that. Nah, I mean, I actually didn't catch the game. I'm just hearing the streets are calling Murder Modric 007, man. So <laughs> he's on 007 watch right now, boy. So, because I'm not seeing no goals. I'm not seeing no assists. I'm seeing long wages in the bank account. I'm seeing agents being nice, but I'm not seeing anything else on the pitch. So anyway, I'm, see- I'm, I'm seeing to- Edwards on TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> you smell me. So, nice. so, boy, I mean, like, for all the hurrah that obviously went with him, obviously coming to the, to England, was it going to be Arsenal? Chelsea snuck in a late deal. 
I need to see more in it, man. Like I need, I don't even need to be watching the games. I just need to be pulling up Twitter and seeing Modric has got a brace or Modric. Look at his brazier. To be honest, man, let, let me tell you about Modric. Yeah, let me tell you about Modric. That guy wanted to come Arsenal. He's not happy at Chelsea. I think because I think if he was at Arsenal, it would have been different. You know what's so crazy about that? Like, I mean, like. I, 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 I felt the same in it because obviously the twerk thing was just a next thing but it's one mm. of those ones where I don't see how he can accept to go and play at, um, at Chelsea if he really if the, if the player genuinely wanted to play for Arsenal it's like is there any kind of moral compass in football at all could you not have just said you know what to my agent I'm going to chill to the summer if Arsenal can maybe guarantee maybe a move in the summer then I'll move to them for him to just say you know what all right, Chelsea I are, think, are, are showing interest. I'm bouncing. I, it's crazy. I like, think, yeah, because I've, I've, been, I've been kind of like reading into like what, what happened in that. And I think he's kind of been pushed towards Chelsea because Chelsea gave the club a better deal. So I think like the president, the agent, the president of Shakhtar, the agent, and also Chelsea representatives just got into his head and he eventually went with Chelsea because Shakhtar accepted Chelsea's bid. So I think it was more that rather than... Yeah, man, they 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 played they played him. Long story short, they played him, yeah, bro. Man, and I now mean, he's I, not really I, I think, repaying it. I think why I just don't like it is because I mean he was obviously a, a man very much in demand. So, like he was gonna get signed by someone eventually. I don't see mm. why the deal mm -hmm. had to be forced. I like so for me for him for him now to maybe be a little bit unsettled. Obviously, we we don't know what's going on in the background, or maybe to hear that Chelsea oh, it was his second choice and maybe now that might impact him on the pitch it's crazy man he needs to, he needs to kick on and just start scoring goals man because hey, hey this ain't it right now man so 007 Bruh. 007 watches on man and obviously the team that everyone thought he was going to go sign for Arsenal have had a very good week um, like Liverpool that a game during the week where they welcomed Everton as you will recall, Everton are one of the three teams to have taken um, three points of Arsenal. Um, Sean Dyke's first game, Anna Goodison, 12.30 kickoff. I think we all knew what was going to happen and I was fuming. So an opportunity for Arsenal to take back three points and um, that they did. And obviously, <laughs> shout out. No, not even shout out, man. A big FU. Now, I'm, I'm not going to mention who, but the UK broadcasters, there's two Premier League games. They're charging everyone, what, extortionate amounts, whether you're on so-and-so, but neither game is on TV. Anyways, for those that caught the game or the highlights um, or even watched the game somehow, we won't name names. Um, Tosin, you might disagree with me, but I genuinely feel I was getting uh, deja vu. The way Everton set up to play, it was giving me the vibes of Goodison where they were frustrating us, time-wasting, as a lot of clubs are now doing at the Emirates. And we're hoping to get... Um, we're hoping to get that um, one set piece and, and, and get the win. And it really felt like that. But we then did something that we didn't do at Goodison, which was one, score a goal, but score a goal early on. And I think that just kicked us off. Um, routine dub would you say toast yeah 100% man it's, it's a funny point you make man because I think now um, a, a, a switch has turned in both the fans and the players in the sense that I feel like every game just feels so pressurised now and I've just been calling from like the jump that 
at the end of the day, you, we can't win the title today and we can't lose the title today. So just play for the three points. And I, I, don't, I don't know, there's just this eerie feeling every time I watch the, the Arsenal games that until we score, or if we don't score, it's just mad pressure. Like So for me, I kind of feel as if, I mean, the impact that obviously um, home games have on the players, obviously, like you can feel the nervousness in the stands and I feel as if that actually has a negative impact on the team like when we got the when we got the goal that was finally when we decided to settle down and kind of just get on with it man but just to talk about the game man like Man City man like if Arsenal obviously do go on to win this league like Zinchenko and Gabriel Jesus have been vital parts of um, like our season so far and those are players that they were willing to let go like you actually deep the embarrassment of riches that City actually have like I'm I've, I always thought Zinchenko was a decent player man but like he looked normal at City but some of the passing that I'm seeing this brother pull up pull off on a, on a game-to-game basis like my man is coming into midfield positions where you'd expect a number eight to be and he's pinging balls like for me like Odegaard has been a bit nervous to kind of make that ball that Zinchenko made to Saka for the first goal do you know what I mean what is Zinchenko doing floating from left back all the way to the right side of the pitch slipping a ball down the right channel for Saka to put it in the top bins I mean there's no business I, I can't say Brother, do you understand? So it, it, it speaks to the quality of player that we actually have. And I'm so blessed that he, he, he's, he's got the ability to kind of put that ball through. What can I say about Bukayo Saka though? Obviously, we needed that goal. I, I've been screaming baby Sadio for a couple of weeks now. I'm, I'm going to run with that because the shot <laughs> power is yourself. a madness. <laughs> the shot power yourself. is a madness. The left foot, the right foot, like he can give it to you any way you want it. You understand? So, mm. like, hey man, pause, that finish pause, was... Pause, pause, <laughs> pause. Pause. But, <laughs> man... <laughs> But like the way Saka's playing right now is brazy, isn't it, man? Hey, he's he's like, a star boy, man. You star mean, boy, star God's boy, man. Child, hundred percent. So, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like as soon as Saka like scored the first goal, I knew the game was done. Obviously, Adrissa Ghana game, my favorite name in football. Like man was like hailing a taxi in the middle of the game, bro. I don't know what he was doing for the second goal, but um, Saka just nabbed it off him. Martinelli, what a finish! And then yeah, man, ball game. So. We don't even really need to need to touch on the third and the fourth, man. But uh, yeah, man, big three points. Let's let's, let's go to where we came for, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Push it to five points. You get me. So obviously, following that um, win against Everton, Arsenal had like Liverpool another home game where they welcomed Bournemouth, another team scrapping at the bottom um, of the league. And you're thinking, uh, well, as an Arsenal fan. I'm thinking, yeah. Automatic, <laughs> R- automatic. R- routine, routine victory things, yeah. So, Mandem, tell me why I was running late to get to the game. I'm queuing in and life score goes off. I'm thinking, <laughs> huh? <laughs> because at this point, we, we couldn't even hear the Bournemouth fans cheer. And I'm thinking, 1-0? <laughs> I thought, no, no, this is, this is some app glitch. Um <laughs> But looking at the highlight, I mean, I don't know, boys, for those that saw their first goal, is it just great football or bad defending? No, I think... We were... Sorry, Andy, go on. Yeah, yeah, just just as a neutral, obviously. I think um, Bournemouth, they've probably worked on this training ground because they did this at every kickoff, to be honest, where they 
yeah, they attacked with four or five men straight from, from the jump. And obviously, at that particular point, it worked. But I must say, it was horrible defending from Arsenal. And specifically, Gabriel, where he was just very lazy to kick the ball away. And then it happened just to fall on Billing's foot, man. And then he tapped it in, man. Which I must say, Billing was very, very good that game, man. I was very impressed with him that game. But yeah, toast. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, man, like, at no level of football, man, can you be conceding a goal within the first eight, nine seconds? I think it's Bruv. the second biggest goal in the Bruv. Premier League all time. Like, and yeah, it's if you want to be overly yeah. critical, if you want to be overly critical, Gabriel obviously needs to um, cut, cut the ball out when it eventually gets into the box. You can't have a situation from kickoff where there's a winger running at your left back like within six seconds that, 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 that physically does not make any sense so obviously allowing um like shooters and runners to get that close to our box that quickly is crazy and, and and at the end of the day you just need to start the game better man like kick someone do you know what i mean like kick someone mm -hmm. if like you no one should be at your goal mouth within nine seconds it's crazy like it's schoolboy. so yeah man we yeah we got, got our gel with that one man i can't lie and then obviously with the quality that we have on show you're thinking, yeah, we will we'll, we'll get back into this half-time. You're thinking, and I'm thinking, yeah, we need to go before half-time. It's getting tight. We go into the second half, I'm thinking, okay, what's going on here now? And then Bournemouth, time-wasting. And do you know what? I hate it, but sometimes you've got to do what you've got to do to get points. And obviously, they're in a relegation battle. I hate it, but they were doing the right thing for them. Um, I'm hearing Arsenal had like 17 to like <laughs> corners. Not sure how many yeah, Bournemouth had. One. I think they had one or two. It was mad. Well, the thing is, though, from that, I'm just checking it now. <laughs> Arsenal had 17 corners. Bournemouth had one. And from that yeah. one corner, they scored. I mean, I've got to, give, I've got to shout out the, 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 the management there. Um, set pieces on, on lock. And that was Thomas Party, man. He lost the Nacy completely. Yeah, the defending was just poor. And then you're thinking 2-0. I'm thinking, shit. Now you're thinking... I was higher than a motherfucker. Hey, at that point, yeah. Listen, my brother was going to spot me right there and then, boy. Because I was moving brazy. Brazy. I think our saving grace... Oh, Go on, Toast. No, I was just going to say innit, that, that the group chat was eerily quiet, man. So I was like, the hounds are going to cook at 5pm, man. So I was like, whatever happens, we need to turn this round, man. Because, hey, there's one Don in Gillingham and one Don in Kent, where <laughs> That press, that... you see press, yeah? Press waits for the 90th minute. He lets loose. <laughs> he's hey, 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 his, his, his famous words, his own famous words, unload the clip, boy. Uh, yeah, trust me. <laughs> Oh, he's funny. So, but I think, I think, I think Arsenal's saving grace at that point was that second goal was still quite early on. Um, yeah. They scored in the 57th minute and <laughs> the way I look at it, I, I, I break, I break down the game. I'm thinking, what, 60 minutes now? That's three 10 minutes that we need to get mm. a goal in those 10 mm. minutes. Um, and we're very lucky to have got a goal back um, about five minutes later. Tea Party, maybe, you know, corrected his wrongdoings um, by scoring. And then I'm thinking, okay, at this point now, we should get, we should get, actually, do you know what? At 2-0 down, I, I, I still believe we could win. 
that we could really? win, not that we will. Yeah, bro. Uh, two nil. No, no. The difference is that we could win, not that we mm-hmm. will win, with the time that was left. So when party when party got his goal, I'm thinking, yeah, we're gonna get a draw minimum yeah. now. Um, That's what I yeah. thought, man. The draw, if anything. Be- Benny Blanco gets his first goal for Arsenal. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, that was man. that was good. Philip, that was horrible. I was so pissed. That was horrible defending, man. How is no one? No one is even there. Where was the keeper? How was <laughs> like that goal pissed me off, man? Like, oh, bro, why do you think? Why do you think they're in a relegation battle? <laughs> bro, these are the things that they do. But the f- but the thing is, what annoyed me was like I think in general, Bournemouth played really well in terms of like they they done the camping and the time wasting. They done that well, but. They also had the ability to play out. You, you're not going to camp at the Emirates for 90 minutes and think these men are not going to do a matting. You get me? So I think they should have played a little bit more, man, and come out a bit more, man. So in a way, man, this, this, yeah. But yeah, finish, finish your story, man. Um, <laughs> I, know, I know at this point you were thinking, ah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when Benny Blanco scored in the 70th minute, I'm thinking, Yo, but at the same time, I'm thinking Bournemouth could still score again. So I'm thinking, okay, they had chances, boys. Yeah, exactly. They (laughs) had chances. I'm thinking the next team to score now wins this game. And ha, we talk about two hell um, end products in Bukayo Saka and Emil Smith Rowe, but one that has just. Been in the background, but this season has contributed massively. Reese Nelson, man. Uh boys. I uh, boys, 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 boys. I, I was <laughs> on my knees, pause at the Emirates when we had that corner. And I'm thinking, Martin, because you know what? We had 17 corners. They were all or 16 at this before that corner. They were all poor. I'm thinking, Martin, please. Can you do something for me? Um, and I think he didn't even beat the first man or the second man got the ball. I'm thinking, fuck. And then, you know, sometimes you just need a bit of luck. It falls to Nelson. Not his, not his stronger foot. Bear in mind the positioning he was going to do. I thought he was going to take it to his right, curl it. I thought he was going to scuff it. You know them scuff them. I thought, yeah, left. He's not doing anything. Oh. Do, do you not feel like... He- he kind of scuffed that shot, no? I don't think he hit that clean. He didn't hit it clean, but he hit it well enough. It was a weird one, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and boys, <laughs> boys, <laughs> it was an out-of-body experience, bros. Like, I actually cannot remember the goal. Like, my my, my, my soul left my body. I could not believe. What was the stadium saying? Uh, what was the Emirates saying? Bro, it, it looked was mad. rocking. It looked mad, bro. And the thing is, there were people that were leaving before. Yeah. Like, literally, I think I think we had a chance at 95. And then I think we missed it. And people are thinking, oh, that's it now. It's done. So people were walking out at this point. But, brother, yo, I mean, I'm actually speechless. But I don't. I know Calvin is burning hearing this. I won't, I won't take too long. <laughs> um, My only criticism is, man, like, do you guys feel like I'm disrespecting Bournemouth when I say this? But I don't think we should have ever been 2-0 down against Bournemouth. Is that a disrespect to Bournemouth? Or if because I say this because if we want to be champions, go on, Calvin, I'm gonna direct this to you. 
Um, Cal- Calvin, do you think this is a disrespect to Bournemouth yeah. if I was to say, yeah? It's been, because, that's been because, the most painful 15 minutes <laughs> of my life. I just want to say that real quick because I just, yeah. I, no, I don't think it's disrespectful. Like, I think you shouldn't be going 2-0 down to, to Bournemouth because in the, the day, they are where they are for a reason. I think the week before they played City and it was literally like boys versus men. So if you're at home and you're playing against that kind of team, you shouldn't be going to nor down. But at the same time, it shows character, belief. Um, I didn't say anything. I, when you were two down, I was just patiently waiting to see what, what the outcome <laughs> would be. And uh, and yeah, when I saw that you scored last minute, I just, I don't know, it just, it felt like everything's just falling for them, minute. it? Like it's written, like the league mm. is actually going to go to Arsenal and I, and I don't know how mm. I feel about it, but... <laughs> Yeah, man, it's mad. But look, fair play to them, man. Like, you can see what it means. You see Odegaard drops, Saliba. Like, you can see what Arteta, like, there's a real togetherness there. And, and in some ways, I kind of envy that because I want that at my club. So, i got to respect it. It was beautiful scenes. It was beautiful, it beautiful scenes. scenes but yeah. in the context, I should maybe should have added, if we want to be um, Premier League winners or if we want to challenge the title, we can't be putting ourselves in that position. However... To get out of that position, yeah. does show um, champions. Character, um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, but I, I think that <sighs> can happen though, you know. like I think, like you said, an early goal in the first 10 seconds or whatever, you're, you're not fully switched on, can happen. And then you're trying to get yourselves back into the game. You're the dominant side. You had 30 shots, all the possession. And then when you're trying to attack, you get hit on the break again and you find yourself 2-0 down. I think that can happen. I don't think that's gonna something that's going to happen like... All the time. All the time, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I t- yeah, so I just take it as like a pinch of salt kind of thing. And, and like you say, the fact you come back and, and, and got the three points, three points which we all expected you to get anyway. Um, exactly. I think it shows togetherness and character, man. So in some ways, it, what, what would you prefer? Would you prefer to just go there, beat them 3-0 and, and keep it moving? Or would you prefer to yes. down? <laughs> we don't want Bro. stress, boy. Because so. <laughs> the thing is, City had just won as well. comebacks and that. Yeah, Jeez. Exactly. Oh my days! Come off like, it, man. Obviously, when, when I <laughs> now, nah, but when I think of it, actually made me think about um, when we played Ajax in the Champions League, like when we were two 0 down. It made me, it was completely the same thing in terms of the last second, like win yeah, or whatever. Man. And bro, like them, them wins that they hit different. So yeah, um, how do you see? I would have hit toast, man. A case of like, yeah, like do you see it as a case of like, yo, like this is our title now because. Obviously, a lot of my boys who are Arsenal fans, they're saying that's it now. It's theirs. Like, it's yours, basically. Yeah. That man, man are planning when they're going to be there for the parade. Man are saying, yeah, maybe man, <laughs> we're going to go this bar, that. Like, they think it's happening now. So, like, what are you, man, really saying now? I'll be, I'll be honest with you, man. Um, <laughs> I was just, <laughs> I was listening to J. Cole earlier today, innit, man? Um, and there was one line that stood out to me that I've always loved him. Um it's humble out of respect, not fear. So how I take that is, and if how, I, how I relate that to like the whole title challenge is, I'm remaining humble out of respect to City, out of respect to how difficult the Premier League is, out of respect to the fact that we're going to come up against teams who are fighting for their Premier League lives in these last 12 games. And yeah, we've been the best team on paper and points-wise so far, but... 12 games is basically one third of the season still to go, man. Like we, we all saw how how we struggled in that one week where we basically like dropped points in like three games and how quickly City were back 
next to us and we've still got to go to the Etihad. Um, obviously, I think we still got to go to um, Anfield. Anfield. Got to go to St. James Park. So, Hey, you see that Anfield trip, yeah? Forget about it, bro. Not, Just collect your points elsewhere. Brother, it's not going to be nice. This is, And this is what I was saying to a couple people a couple months ago in a group chat and they were getting on to me. I was like, Anfield, it don't matter the form, bro. That is not a fun fixture. So for me, like to say now that oh, the, the league is wrapped up is ludicrous, number one. I mean, we're in a very good position, but with the fixtures that we still have, the way we're defending, we need to be realistic about the fact that it might not happen, innit, man? Because again, I watch City I play a Newcastle team who, yo, you're a politician, man. Like, you see, <laughs> you're going to have splinters in your body, G. Get off the fence. Nah, I'll be honest do with you, you, brother. Do you think you're going to win the league? No, no. I mean, if, 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 I have to, if you have to ask me explicitly, That's I still don't. Because, brother, brother, we are not defending well. We cannot keep a clean sheet at home, which means that we're basically playing to the 90th minute every game. City, they went 1-0 up again in the in the Newcastle game. And yeah, Newcastle came back in the second half, but who thought City were dropping points? Like, teams think they have something for Arsenal every single week. I'm deep in it. Like, so, and earlier on in the season, first half of the season, we were smoking teams, granted, you know, but now, and I'll go back to my point earlier, we're feeling the pressure. So I feel as if every game is so pressurised now. City are still mm. playing free. City are still tip-tapping the ball. Man took off KDB at 65 minutes yesterday on, on, on Saturday. Brought on Bernardo. Like, like for like. Man scored within two minutes. Like, we don't have that. Like, we have to respect the Premier League. And we have to respect who we are. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're not, we're not, for me, we're not scoring enough um, to allow us to be conceding the way we are. Like, games cannot be this tight if we actually want to win this league. So for me, and for the fact that the fixtures that we still have and the fact that we got to go play City... I don't think we're going to win the league right now. I'll be honest with you because yesterday at 2-2, I was like, hey man, these boys are, these boys are cooked, man. If you, if you can't beat Bournemouth, the bottom club, like, anyway, but my final point, so I want to say in it because I mean, I, you, you know, you man know me, I'm very vocal and I'm very critical. I've got to give Reese Nelson a lot of praise and a lot of credit. Um, I've just checked the stats. 85 minutes he's played all season across, I think, two games, five goal returns. That's three goals and two assists. That's insane. That's probably the best like goal per minute ratio in the whole of Europe right now. I've been very critical of this brother. I've just been like, you know what? He's the, he's one of the Halen brothers that never really made it. He just pulls up mm -hmm. with a nice shape up and dreads and don't really do nothing. <laughs> but I'll, 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 I'll keep it 100 of you, man. Like he played 21 minutes yesterday and he got a goal and an assist. I don't think you understand how clutch that is. Like in mm -hmm. considering how important every single game is right now, he came on and replaced a sub. Emil Smith-Rowe came on and granted he got his assist, but Arteta took him off to bring... He Harry looked Smith off it, man. He looked, he looked so off the pace. Emil so, Smith. like, hey, man, like the way he brought down that, like, that, that ball, hit it on his left foot, it was a clean strike, man. Like he carlosed it into the net. So, man, yeah, man, I'm so gassed for him. And yeah, man, the respect will stop. The, the disrespect will stop from, from today, man, because he's been, he's been really clutching the minutes he's got and it's been very limited minutes this year. Mm. Hey, we love to see it man and um, obviously like I said after City winning big big three points um, for Arsenal um, now before we close the bar um, Europe is back and we've got the second legs as Calvin's been mentioning Spurs will host AC Milan on Wednesday um, obviously with the 1-0 um, 
they're training 1 0. Um, we also have Bayern Munich and PSG. Um, who are we saying is going through with that one, boys? It's looking super peak for PSG right now. I can't Bayern. Yeah. Both teams are moving shit at the moment, but I think Bayern will, will finish the job, man. Um, Chelsea might have momentum now coming into their game against Dortmund, who will be coming to Stamford Bridge. Again, Chelsea are trailing 1 0. The win against Leeds might be the boost that they need coming into this game, but we shall see. And then one tie that's probably done already is Benfica against Club Bruges. Um, Benfica are leading 2 0 and they'll be at home. We also have the return of Arsenal back in um, Europa. They go away to Sporting Lisbon. Um, United host Real Betis, which won't be an easy game, um, but one they should hopefully comfortably see through. And obviously the remaining Europa games. Um, yeah, man, the football's coming fast. And this is going to be... For Arsenal, anyways, the, the the next big test now that Andy, I think you said it a lot that Thursday, Sunday, mm-hmm. um, your season starts back. now, man. Yeah, man, the running. Um, but before we close the bar, boys, any shots? Any shots? I do, man. Of course. Yeah. Just the one or seven. I don't have many shots. Seven, bro. <laughs> Let me get frass. <laughs> nah, I just got the one, bro. I just got the one for um. Mo Salah, man. He's Liverpool's um, all-time top scorer in the Premier League. So not not like everything, but in the Premier League, he's an all-time top scorer. 129 goals. Um, he's breaking records after record, man. And, you know, for me, I said at the start of the season, I'm not in the middle of the season, when we were moving shit and when he was moving shit as well, that I've got zero smoke for Salah, whatever happens, man, because he's he's been amazing and he's been like, you know, he's been the vocal point of our, you know, of when we were good again. He's been he's been the guy in it. So no smoke for him. I'm really happy that he's got this record. I think he really wanted this record as well. Um so he's finally got that. So yeah, man. My shot goes out to Egyptian man. Alright, boys, it's been a pleasure, man. We'll catch you lot um next week when we'll be discussing the Europe games and obviously the Prem games. Peace. <laughs> Peace. Seven zip.